You're listening to Lindy's Audio Cafe, a positive and lighthearted podcast. Life gets busy, and in the race for happiness, we sometimes forget what is truly important. In the end, it's often the smaller things in life that truly matter. Stick around. There's always something new to talk about, and we're glad to have you join us. Thanks for listening, and here's your host, Lindy. Good morning, everybody. How are you this morning? Uh, It's Lindy here with Lindy's Audio Cafe. I'd like to extend a hearty welcome to you today to my little podcast. If you're new to listening to my series, uh, welcome aboard. It's great to have you here with me. My podcast is basically a positive, happy podcast. Well, we try to make it that way. (laughs) Anyway, I try to keep it lighthearted, informative, thought-provoking, and I try to stay away from the negative side of life because we get lots of that. Don't want to do that here. Uh, And I'd also like to extend a super hearty welcome to anybody that's new to the show, anybody that's come back again to listen again, no matter what, it's great to have you here with me today. So my voice sounds a little bit deep, kind of husky. Well, it's kind of deep because I'm up really early here. It's 5.36 in the morning on a Saturday. What the hell, you know, when I was a kid, I always wanted to sleep in on Saturday and I would hear my mom up and about and that vacuum cleaner would be running outside our door at 8 o'clock in the morning and it would irritate me. Then I became a teenager and I got a part-time job and I had to be out the door and at work at 9 on a Saturday morning. Hmm, I learned really quickly then why you have to have time management and get those chores done when you're not working funny how we see things differently when we become older. I get it. I understand why my mom was up early. Pitter patter get at her. Early bird gets the worm. Well, I got up this morning and I had a look online and I decided to see what our temperature was going to be outside today. Ooh-lee, here we are. It's August 12th and the forecast for today is 27 degrees Celsius. Tomorrow's going to be 29, 30 on Monday, running 30s all through the week. And it might cool down to 27 by next Friday. Now, depending where you live, that could be cool. I mean, some places are used to having the 30s and the 40s. For me, I find anything over 23, 24, that's getting pretty hot. Uh, I go through a lot of water when I'm uh, in those kinds of temperatures. I drink a lot of water. I try to do that because it's important to stay hydrated. So it made me think about water this morning. We came back from camping this week and I was looking at our yard and pretty much our grass has turned completely yellow in the backyard. I mean, it's green in some areas where we have natural groundwater, uh, but you know, right around the septic tank in the backyard, it's completely yellow. And it's going to stay that way because we're not watering our lawn. We can't. You know, we're definitely on water restrictions right now. We've had quite a drought in BC. We haven't had a lot of rain. And it's important to make sure that we're careful and we don't waste water if it's not needed. Now, managing water is a huge responsibility. Typically, that falls under your government and they set out guidelines and rules and they provide infrastructure and put the things in place that make sure that we have accessible water. Unfortunately, uh, it's not that way for everybody. You know, I was actually reading online this morning, and there's still a multitude of First Nations communities that are still under boil water advisories right here in Canada. It's pretty sad. Uh, So, you know, when you're out there and you're wasting water, you need to stop and think about the fact that not everybody is so fortunate to have clean drinking water at their fingertips. And really, uh, it's a human right. Everybody should have access to clean water. Uh, And it's really important when you do hear that there are people that do not have access to it, we got to advocate for it. 
yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm trying not to be political on the podcast here, but it is important that everybody should have access to clean water. We can do our part in making sure that we help conserve water uh, so that there's plenty of it around for everybody for generations to come. And it starts with us. A lot of it starts with what we do at home, what we do in our daily lives, even what we do with, a, you know, how we handle uh, recycling and, and garbage, things like that. It all impacts our water one way or another. So I'm going to start today by just talking about things that we can do to try to slow down using that water and and don't take it for granted. Even if you live in a big city where you just take it for granted, you go and turn on that water tap, remember that water is coming from somewhere. Nothing should be taken for granted because it may not always be here if we don't look after it. So first of all, I'm going to say pay attention to water restrictions. Uh, Water restrictions happen in a lot of areas, and usually it's because the uh, governments or the governing bodies, the districts that look after your area, they're paying attention to the water levels, and they know when things are changing. And if they're telling you you need to not be watering your lawn every day, don't go water your lawn every day. There's a reason why they're telling us to do that. And, you know, it's okay to let your lawn go brown, let it go wild for a little bit. A brown lawn isn't a dead lawn, so let it go. Um, you know, they. I actually read online that uh, apparently in some regions in other countries, 75% of a home's total water usage was for lawn irrigation. Well, we all love those beautiful green lawns and it's nice to tiptoe through the grass in the summertime. But once again, remember, if using all that water means that it might drain a system that provides necessary hydration for us, let the lawn go brown. It's not the end of the world. Eventually, that drought is going to go away and the water's going to come back. That lawn should come back. Now, if you've got a garden outside, it's always a good idea to water those plants strategically. Do it early in the morning. If you water your gardens really slowly in the morning, go out there, do it by hand, and do it right near the roots. Don't be soaking up all the tops of the plants. Get right down to the roots. Break up the hardened dirt. Allow that water to soak in. And sometimes if you add a little bit of mulch to your gardens, it helps act as a bit of a a barrier. It helps to shade the soil and it helps to conserve some of the soil moisture in there. So yeah, add a little bit of mulch. That might help out as well too. Okay, now that's just talking about the yard. Uh, Now what about things that you can do inside your home to help cut back on water? There's a lot of things that we can do. Now I'm going to start with something that I did and I think it makes a big difference. Uh, install a low flow shower head. Okay, so now I have been to different hotels or stayed at other people's homes where they have regular shower heads without the low flow option. Oh yeah, feels great to have all that hard water coming down on your head. But honestly, you know what? If you're used to a low flow shower head and then you go somewhere else where they don't have one, it almost feels weird to have all that water pouring down on you. So if you're not familiar with what I'm talking about, a low flow shower head typically has a little button on it. Uh, And it's like a little button that you can use just to adjust the amount of water that comes down on it. So you can increase the pressure, decrease the pressure, and it makes quite a difference on what you're using. So I'm going to take an example here with mine. Um, I have my shower and I usually have it on low. When I'm in the shower and I'm just, you know, soaping up and doing all that stuff, washing my face in the shower, I keep the water on low. But I have long hair and I have thick hair and it takes quite a lot for me to rinse it. 
So what I do is I keep it on low flow, but for that period of time when I'm rinsing that shampoo or conditioner out, I jack up the water a little bit just to get that water going through my hair, get it rinsed out, and then boom, I turn it down again so that I'm not wasting water. Now it's amazing if you do that. Here's something you can try just to check it. Okay, so put a plug in your tub. Um, and if you're having a low flow shower, uh, just check to see how much water you're using. Now, if you turn around and let's say you had a shower without the low flow shower head, measure again how much water you're using when you don't have a low flow head on it. You'll see a difference and it all adds up. You might say, oh, it's only an inch or only two inches in the tub. But imagine how many people live in this world. How many people have that extra inch in the tub? And when you add that all together, that's a lot of drinking water for a lot of people. So, yeah, we all got to do our part. Now, some places will talk about getting a rain barrel, you know, have that installed outside your house. Well, quite honestly, uh, the way we've been this summer, we haven't even had enough rain to form a rain barrel. However, you can have one out in your yard and when that rainy season comes along, collect some rain because you know what they always say, save it for a rainy day. Well, collect that water and save it for a sunny day because you never know when it might come unhelpful. Uh, there's other things that you can do too, and I'm going to talk about toilets now. <laughs> this is kind of a crappy subject, haha. No, but seriously, uh, talking about your toilets, okay, so I am on a septic system. Yeah, and at my house, being on a septic system means that we are super careful about how often we're flushing what we put down, that sort of thing. It's amazing how a septic system will make you think that way. Well, just because you're on a main system to your municipality, say if you're hooked up to the automatic sewer system, uh, doesn't really mean that you should treat it any differently because after all, our water is still coming from many of the same sources. Some people are getting it from the well, some people are getting it off a municipal system. No matter where it comes from, our water all starts with the earth and we got to look after it. So, uh, let's go back down here to toilets, talking about toilets. Okay, you know, remember the old saying, if it's yellow, let it mellow? There's no harm in leaving it that way. I mean, I remember the old days when, you know, somebody go in the bathroom, they'd say, who peed in the toilet and they didn't flush the toilet? Well, nowadays, if somebody does that, you don't get too worked up over it. You just think, okay, we're conserving water. Uh, you know, if I'm in a public bathroom, it kind of grosses me out if somebody else's pee is in there. But if you're at home, why not let it sit? What's the harm in it? Obviously, if you're having a crap, you're going to flush it and let it go down. Sorry if I'm sounding blunt, but yeah, that's the truth. But if it's yellow, just let it sit there. And I know most people who come into our house and they pop in unexpectedly. If they go in the bathroom, there's a good chance there's going to be a toilet with a little bit of yellow in the bottom. But I also have signs in my bathroom that remind people that we are on a septic system and most people are understanding. But if you think about it, every time you flush that toilet, uh, it's huge, the amount of water that's being used. And I read online under BC Hydro site that according to the city of Vancouver, the biggest water use in your home is from flushing your toilet. An average of 24%, and then it's followed by showers. So, yeah, I read that on the BC Hydro site. So, uh, kind of interesting, definitely a good idea to avoid flushing if you don't have to. Now, let's go. Uh, ugh, can't talk. <laughs> let's think about laundry. Okay, laundry is a big water user. 
Now, I don't have little kids at home anymore, but I remember those days when every time you turned around, somebody was spilling something on their clothes, or the kids go outside to play, they come in, their pants are all covered in mud and dirt, and it just seemed like you were never ending doing laundry when the kids were little. Um, I understand that, but there's definitely things that you can do. I mean, if somebody gets a little bit of dirt on their pants and it's their play pants, do they really have to get washed today? Can they not wear them again a second day? I mean, if they're going out in the yard and they're going to get dirty, what's a little bit more dirt? Obviously, within reason. I mean, hygienically, we want to keep everybody clean. But sometimes it's okay. If you're wearing yard pants, play pants outside, whatever it may be, you're working in the yard, wear those pants a second day. You don't always have to rush to have everything in the laundry. And if you are doing laundry, just because you do want everything to get cleaned, Uh, Check out your washing machine. Now, a lot of the newer machines have eco modes on them or you can run with less water. I do that. Uh, If I'm just washing sheets and pillowcases and they're really not dirty, it's just that I'm doing it because, you know, you want to get freshened up. It's time for that change. Uh, It doesn't hurt just to do things on a lighter load. And I will do that. You know, on my washing machine, you can actually say whether it's normal or whether it's light. And when I run it at light, it uses a lot less water. So it's definitely a good idea to have a look at doing that. There's also other things that you can do too. If you're doing a load of laundry and things really aren't dirty, but you just need it to get a little bit freshened up, get the wrinkles out or whatever it is that your reason is for it, just put it on a rinse only. Um, Once again, using less water. So there's so many things that we can do to uh, cut back on the water that we're using. Now, it's interesting because, you know, sometimes we think, oh, if we're hand washing dishes, we're saving on electricity. But, you know, it's interesting, again, going back to the BC Hydro site I was reading on there, uh, that a full dishwasher load can wash 144 items with 13 liters of water, while hand washing those same items uses 100 liters on average. So that's quite a comparison. So basically, if you've got a dishwasher, just use it. Select the eco mode, even if it takes a little bit longer. And they do recommend to avoid rinsing your dishes uh, before you put them in the dishwasher. But make sure you scrape those food scraps off, because obviously if you get chunks in the dishwasher, you can plug the filter on it, and that's not very cool, because then you'll have water everywhere. Nobody wants that. Yeah, but, you know, it's just one of those things. It's retraining our brains to see things a different way. Now, here's just one more thing I have to point out, and I've been guilty of it in the past. I definitely try to be a little bit more careful about it now. But those water bottles that we see everywhere, do we really need to buy all those water bottles? Now, if you own a water bottle company, um, you know, or you're one of those big guys that has your water bottles all over the stores, please know that I appreciate what you're doing and I appreciate that you're providing water for many people. Um, I don't want to take away from the value of what you're doing. However, all those water bottles that are in disposable containers really aren't disposable. No, they end up in our landfill. And that can really add up. And looking after our pollution also is part of looking after uh, the water that we have. And I was reading online, I mean, if you go on, there's a lot of different sites that give you a lot of different statistics. Uh, I was on this one site, Container Recycling Institute, and they said that more than 60 million plastic bottles end up in landfill. Now, that's quite a lot. And uh, yeah, that can be kind of harmful to the environment. So if you're just looking to refill your water bottle for basic consumption, think twice before going through recycling or going through bottle after bottle after bottle. Just have a refillable bottle, fill it up at the tap. 
And it's really easy to get complacent, you know, when you're buying those disposable bottles and, you know, you drink half of it, then you lose the bottle, you set it aside, I don't know where I put it, oh, it's out in the backyard, it's here, it's there. But when you own that water bottle, sometimes you're a little bit more careful about making sure you don't lose it because you bought that water bottle, you paid for it, you don't want to lose it, it's your favorite water bottle. And when it's a clear, big water bottle like that, um, you can see on the sides how much water that you're consuming. And I just, I don't know, I think myself personally, I'm less likely to be wasteful when it's in my big water bottle. I pay attention to how much water I'm putting in there. I try not to be wasteful. Now, let's say you've got a water bottle and you have forgot it out and it's been sitting around for a while and perhaps you want to put fresh water in there. Don't waste that water. Don't just go dump it down the drain. Find a plant in your house, water your plant, plant in your garden. Whatever you do, don't waste that water. Go out there and make sure that you're being respectful with it. So there's so many things that we can do to try to cut back on our water consumption. And here's one more last one. Okay, How many of us stand there at the sink and we're brushing our teeth and the water is running? Brush, 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 scrub, scrub, scrub. And then you continue to let that water run. Oh, I'm going to floss my teeth now. And meanwhile, the water's still running. And you hear it running and running and running. Well, why are you doing that? Okay, so here's another thing you can do. So you're going to go and brush your teeth, turn the tap on, wet your toothbrush, turn it off. Brush your teeth. When you need to rinse that toothbrush, turn it on gently, rinse the toothbrush, and turn that tap off again. Don't just sit there with the water running, because guess what? You're wasting water. And we should never, ever, ever take our water for granted. Uh, things are changing on our planet right now, and things that we took for granted for a lot of years might not be there tomorrow. And again, I put this out to you. How many people are out there that don't have access to clean water? Whatever you do, think about it. You need to be grateful that you have that water. And you need to make sure that uh, you're being respectful and you're not wasting it. To me, wasting clean water is no different than wasting food. It's a blessing that we have it. And we have to look after anything that uh, is needed for human survival. And we have to make sure that we just are simply not wasteful. All right, that's it. That was a great big chat on water today. And once again, this has been totally created because I looked at the weather forecast for my area this week. We're going to be running 27 to 30 degrees all week. And that's hot temperatures. And yes, I am going to be relying on some drinking water, but I'm also going to be really careful with how I use it. So hopefully we can all do that. We can all work together. After all, we are in this world together. That's it. That's my chat on water. All right, everybody. I hope you have a great day. Get out there. Enjoy the sunshine. If you have it, wear some sunscreen. Stay hydrated. And whatever you do, have a super day. And remember what I always say. Smiles come in all languages and in all colors. Have a great weekend. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please click like, share on your social media, and hit that subscribe button for future updates. Don't forget to join the Lindy's Audio Cafe podcast group on Facebook or visit www.lindysaudiocafe.com. Have a great week, everyone. And remember when you head out that smiles come in all languages and in all colors.